Hey kids, it's your old buddy Shock Doc here with Shock Doc's tip of the day. Oh, that new person you met, they look exciting. But take time, get to know them. Before you put your life in someone else's hands, before you negotiate that scene that might be a little life-threatening, get to know the person. Spend a little time with them in some vanilla settings. Find out what they're like before you take the chance. I mean, so good. And then I had to talk mean and then you didn't give me any anyway. Hmm. It was very rude. You should have just shared your mead with me because you love me and I'm nice. And I called mommy a whore for you once. I am so proud of you, my boy. (laughs) Warning for underage listeners. This is an adult-oriented podcast. There will be frequent references to kink, sex, crude language, and various other grotesqueries. If you're under 18 and looking for answers and upfront advice about sex, please visit scarletteen.com. Also, for the dude bro listeners out there, this is nerdy shit. Go away. Welcome to Gotham Press Podcast. This is a verbal orgy about anything like the Grafenberg spot. The difference between Star Trek and Star Wars. The finer points of throwing a pair of floggers and just whatever the hell we find to talk about. That said, if you have a desire to learn these and many more kinktastic nergasms, stay tuned. Hi! Grady, you are a saint. You know that? Oh, I know it. I know it. You give me two good That's why you're no good in this this lifestyle. I don't think that's true. I don't think you are a saint. You're not a saint. You're You're right. God. God. Oh, oh. No, you're not God. My bad. G-A-W-D. God. Only in D&D do you believe that. (laughs) Uh, Fortunately, everybody that plays with me knows that too, so. Because we are your sheeple. Sheeple! Oh yeah, hey, listeners, we have a live studio audience. Live studio audience? Woo! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Listener land, the Gotham Press Podcast is coming to you tonight. I suppose that's not a, exactly a time generic term, but coming at you recording tonight live from the 2018 Bakersfield BDSM Tasting. Woo! <laughs> I believe this is the sixth annual one you've done here. Is that is that correct? At this location? No, fourth annual. Fourth annual at this location, yeah. We've more? done many more than that. Many more than that. Apparently, I it's just like missed several of those. <laughs> since 2001? <laughs> so, wow. since 01. Wow. wow. Okay, so, Greedy, so you are like way the, behind. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't in the community in uh, 2001. Hell, I wouldn't have even been let in the community since in 2001. So, this is officially the 17th <laughs> tasting. <laughs> A seventeen. Wow. No comments from the peanut gallery. <laughs> well, that's I was okay. just thinking of how old I was seventeen years ago. Ah, <laughs> that's it. Make me feel old. <laughs> oh, jeez, mermaid. I, I believe you and I are about the same age. Wait, wait. Oh, no. Are Grady, we? Did you not just hear her age earlier? No, no, I, I did am not. twenty-five years old. Oh, never, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> wait, real quick, Greedy. We have guest. Oh my God, who? Guest. Who are you? I'm Mermaid. Hi, Mermaid. And other uh, guests? And I'm Des. Or right. Mr. Mermaid. Des. Mr. Mermaid. Mr. Mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> All That's right. a good name change. So it's Des slash Mr. Mermaid. <laughs> and Mermaid. <laughs> so slash Miss Mermaid. Slash. Slash. Isn't Mrs.? It oh, would be yeah. Mrs. Mermaid. It is. Sorry, I just got beat. I'm a little. Oh. Yeah, you got beat. <laughs> Want to tell us about that? Um. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and tell was, us all about it. It was good. I don't know how to tell you all about it. I'm I'm too far gone for all that. Too far gone. It was good. It was a really really good. Are you okay. all, are you all kinds of floaty right now? Oh yeah, I'm on cloud fifteen. <laughs> cloud so, fifteen. That's an accomplishment. Right <laughs> Greedy. Yeah. For the listeners, what's floaty mean? Floaty. Mm. Well, I, I I believe that would be best coming from the person that just said it. What does floaty mean? <laughs> um. When you get me into that, like, happy, subspacey spot, and I kind of stay there for the rest of the night, where it's just, like, kind of, I literally feel like I'm, like, floating. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Awesome. Yes. Well, congratulations on being all floaty right now. Thank I appreciate you. that. Yes, Mr. Mermaid? True story about <laughs> her floaty. We played recently. We played pretty intensely for quite a while. And we were done. And... And she looks at me and says, uh, I don't think I can drive. 
Do you think you could give me a ride home? <laughs> We're married. We live together. Yeah, that's what I was just saying. And I said, sure, I'll give you a ride home. And she says, oh, but do you know where I live? <laughs> pretty close to each other. Oh, that's great. At this point, I was also seeing like two of Des because I was just I was gone. It was it was a good night. Very good night. Yeah. So you'd say it's uh, fair to say that you were a little bit stoned from that. Oh, absolutely. Um, Sweet. Des could tell you a little bit more about the actual chemical reaction in your brain that causes that. She was uh, endorphin intoxicated. Endorphin <laughs> intoxicated. I do enjoy that. frequently with this woman. Ah. Well, so you, would you say that you're an adrenaline rep, uh, adrenaline junkie? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I love going, like, bungee jumping. I love driving really fast. Are I you love... serious? Oh, yeah. Oh, How many totally. times have you gone bungee jumping? Only once, but I want to go in Tahoe on a 500-feet jump. I went on a 150 jump um, last year. Wow. Sweet. Yeah, it was pretty fun. You ever consider skydiving? No. Why not? Why would I jump out of a perfectly good airplane? Because you have a perfectly good parachute. Yeah, but I'm also um, an Air Force veteran's wife, so I don't really... I have a lot of respect for airplanes. Uh. I don't see jumping out of them as a fun thing. But whatever you're down with, that's awesome. I'm just... I'm going to stay. <laughs> veteran? 20 years. Oh, you were a lifer. Yeah. Oh, what wow. did you do, if you may? Well, 20 years, 7 months, and 27 days. But who's coming? <laughs> nobody. Okay. I'm nobody. I fixed airplanes for the first... 16, and then I fixed people after that. I became a first sergeant. It was very good to me. Awesome. All well, right. thank you very much for your service, sir. It was good. I enjoyed it. <laughs> now I service this woman. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the best kind of service. Mm-hmm. All right. So, what do we got tonight, Captain? Well, first of all, this is, you said, the Bakersfield tasting event? This is the tasting. All right, so what happens at a tasting, Greedy? Well, a tasting is basically a sampler for kink. Uh, if if you can think of it, odds are there's going to be something here, somebody here that is into it and more than willing to show you and not only show you but give you a, a sampling of it. So you can try things like wax play or fire play, cupping. Uh, you can try knives. You can try sensation play. There's all sorts of things here. I believe we had 24 booths today. Wow. 25. 20. Wow. 26. 25? I don't know. I it was a bunch. A lot. This is the Somewhere best tasting event. <laughs> All right. And actually, Dez, you were one of our presenters, weren't you? I did the flogging, yeah. All right. My arms were a little tired. <laughs> <laughs> I got flogged. And yet you had the energy to flog Mermaid. Yeah. I had two more to go. Two more. <laughs> well, Dez is in high... Is in high uh, that's what I'm looking for. Crap. Demand? Thank you. Yes. <laughs> do me a favor, Des. Don't let your arms fall off, okay? Yeah, please don't. You have to drive home tomorrow. I do. <laughs> tomorrow. He can get new arms by tomorrow. <laughs> so, so, awesome. Why is a tasting important to communities like ours? Uh, well, it helps bring people in to see what's happening. It helps new people experience things that they may have heard about but may be a little bit afraid of. Um, it helps the community just kind of meet each other. Because there are lots of times, like there were a bunch of people today, I had I'd seen their names on Fed maybe, mm-hmm. but I hadn't actually you know met them. And there were some that I had met that I completely forgotten about just because I don't see them on a regular basis. Okay, okay. <laughs> Anything else you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I think that's the fun thing about the tasting. Not only do you get to try something that you've been curious about, you know, some people have never tried flogging or a whip or wax but they've always been curious so you get to get a small sample small sample that uh, you can do safely with people that have experience and find out for yourself is it something you like are you interested do you want to keep doing more and you know you may find out and eh, it's not my thing but it's a great opportunity to find out right like even today I even though I am a dominant, I still tried a couple of things because, hey, I may be interested in trying this on somebody at some point. I want to know how it feels. Absolutely. Yeah. Hmm. That's enlightening. That's enlightening <laughs> to you? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know you were a dominant. <laughs> <laughs> 
I thought you were a power bottom. That's awesome. Hey, I actually got my. That's awesome. Actually, got my theme song on for once. Wow, we picked that up too. Awesome. Greedy thinks he has jokes. Everybody laughed. They did. At you doesn't mean the same as with you. My mistress says that it's not a joke unless it's funny. I got people to laugh. It was a joke. I thought it was hilarious. Boom. <sighs> Boom. Anyway. So, Greedy. Yeah. What, what do we have on the list for tonight? What's on the rundown? Well, we've got uh, building connections in play. Uh, the difference between pick-up play connections and long-term play connections. Uh, how do you and your dom get ready for play? And how do you start a play session? Real quick, before we get into any of that, yeah. hey listeners, you're listening to us, but you can tell your friends to find us on many of the social media out there. On Facebook, uh, just look for Gotham Press Podcast. On Twitter, look for Gotham Press Pod. On FetLife, look for The Gotham Press. You can always email us as well, uh, Gotham Press Podcast at gmail.com. Greedy, what's that email address again? Gotham Press Podcast at gmail.com. Yes, so when you really want to talk to us, just email us, please, at Gotham Press Podcast at gmail.com. I think we've plugged that enough now. <laughs> you keep saying that, but you keep, you're the one that keeps plugs in you on a regular basis. I'm not used to those kind of plugs. <laughs> oh, they're, they're fun. You should try them. Hmm. Wait, which kind of plugs? plugs? You know which kind of plugs I like. <laughs> All right, so let's go to the first topic here. All righty, uh, building connections and play. Des, I think we brought you in to talk about this. Yeah, that was the, the topic I wanted to get into. Um, one of the things that is important to me in play is that whoever I'm playing with feels like they matter and you know one of the big things with me when I'm done I want a positive outcome whoever I'm playing with I want them to walk away with a positive outcome mm-hmm. having fun enjoying it so I, in order to do that I try to find ways to build a connection with that individual to make them feel like Oh, okay, I'm not just a target. They care about what I'm experiencing. How do you feel about that, mermaid? Um, I think it's really important for the bottom to feel like they matter more than just being like a whipping post. Um, and I can say I've played with um, multiple tops, and Des does just a really good job at making you feel like he really cares even though he's being very sadistic or whatnot to you that um (laughs) like if there was something honestly wrong in that moment like he would feel it before i would even have to say anything i know the first couple times we played i was literally shocked i was like how do you know when to call a scene like because he would call it right at the time that like i needed to stop and i couldn't figure out how you do it and he was like oh because you do a b c and d when you're ready to like be done and i i mean just the fact that he would pay attention to all those movements you know like the way that i flex my shoulders or if i go on my tippy toes that's stuff that i don't even know that i do so um yeah now is this something that came out over the long term of playing no this was literally like when we first started playing um it was the first couple of times um he took me like right to that point where i was gonna say you know like can we take a second i just need to breathe a little bit and he'd be like okay take me like right there and he would call it before i would even have to say anything and i was like what is that magic (laughs) but we, we talked about it and i said you know like how do you do that and he was like well the number one skill to learn in bdsm before learning anything is learning how to pay attention to your bottom yep so um, he's not looking around yet who's watching our scene, you know. I mean, there could be a crowd of 50 people or there could be two people or no people watching. He's focused on me. So, Des, how long have you been, just in general, doing this? Uh, about, just about 18 years. And I met this group about 17 years ago. Okay. And uh, when I started, I was a submissive. I knew I would be one forever. That's who I was. And a lovely, fabulous, evil friend of mine from here. who was <laughs> Evil friend of yours? Yeah. She decided one night the, um, the party was running late. And people were starting to filter out. And the owner of the dungeon at that time had said, Why don't you just stay here tonight rather than drive back? And I said, oh, that'd be great. So my friend decided, oh, I'll stay too. 
when everybody was gone, she said, uh, go grab the bag. And I'm like, oh yeah, round two, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I go get it, and she starts pulling out toys, and then she says, you're going to learn how to do this now. And I'm like, oh, oh no. No, 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 no. I can never do that. I don't have that in me. <laughs> Bullshit. You're going to learn how to do it. So she made me learn how to beat her. And it was like magical moments. This look on her face, this glossy-eyed, goofy grin when we were done. I was like, ah, I need to do this more. <laughs> and that's how I got into learning to be a top. And, you know, I think you can never know enough. Get to every class you can go to. Yeah. I teach a lot of different classes, but I still go to classes on those topics because I don't know everything. Was that you can go to classes multiple times? I learn pe something from people that I'm teaching. I watch them do what I'm telling them. They do it a little bit differently, and I think sometimes that's genius. Why didn't I think of that? So, hmm. for me, that's one of the beautiful things about what we do. You're always learning. Always learning. And you know, when we're talking about building that connection. There's a lot of ways to do that. One of them is paying close attention because you see the little physical cues and uh, you can do a lot of different physical things and verbal things with the person to make them stop and see, oh, oh, okay, he's paying attention to me. Uh, you know, when you hit somebody hard, you give them a moment, touch them softly, say something nice to them, give them a break. And then push again. There's a lot of different ways. Uh, I like to hug people. I'm a hugger. So I tend to hug people and pull them close to the cross. Make them feel secure. That's just, that's how I play. That's one way. All right. It works on the mermaid. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I would hope so. Greedy, <laughs> any thoughts from you on this? I, I, I can't really think of anything that they haven't already said. I mean... That was, that was pretty thorough. Well done. Well done indeed. All right, so let's go ahead and let's move on to our uh, next one. The differences. And this is actually one that came from our live studio audience. <laughs> I believe this is the first time we've ever had a real live studio audience. More than one person. That sits quietly and, and tries beautiful. not to be heard. <laughs> right? We they're, have they're, a hot crowd like in here tonight. It's candy in here. Oh, right. <laughs> and one of them is bearing the cleavage at us. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Do we have more That's volunteers for that? <gasps> we have another. <laughs> Yay. I love this group. <laughs> All right, so let's see. On the so net. the difference between pickup play connections and long-term play connections... I, I suppose we could really encompass uh, all relationships in this, not just play, but the, the topic comes from play dynamic. Okay. So, what's what's the real difference between a pickup play connection and a long-term play connection? I suppose we need to let listener land know what a pickup play is. So, pickup play is you go to a party, you have your toy bag or whatever toy you want to use. You say, "Hey, is anybody is anybody willing to play?" Or on the other end, a submissive may go come in and say, "Hey, I really need to be beaten, or I really need to have this particular type of scene done." Is anybody willing to facilitate this for me? That's a good word for it. I guess you're just a good facilitator. I'm a facilitator. <laughs> give, give, give. Give, give, give. Give, give, give. Actually, I would say I'm more of a purveyor of sensation. <laughs> Pain is a sensation. Pain is a sensation, yeah. We had this tasting today, and I probably flogged 30 people. I don't know. My <laughs> brain's a lot fuzzy. Uh, Did you enjoy each and every flogging? Oh, hell yeah. Are you kidding me? Did you see the people I was playing with? They are fabulous. <laughs> well, yeah. Everybody in this community is pretty so fabulous. Many lovely booties in one place in one time. It was great. And, I got to say, that's that's probably one of the greatest points of this lifestyle. Uh, you, you get to see and play with so many beautiful people. Absolutely. The boobs are a, a wonderful perk of that play. The boobs. Yes, they are. <laughs> they make good Speaking targets. of boobs. Boobs. Oh my God, our our, our guest star is uh, listener land. I I pity you all not being here to see what I just saw. <laughs> <laughs> so Diz, uh, this is obviously isn't your first tasting. Uh, you presented your previous one as what well, previous tastings as well. Uh, many of them. And, you know, Bakersfield is like our second family. We live four hours away in Sacramento, but. 
this is like our family, so we come down every year for this. And we did needles before and branding and cutting and... Oh, yes, because I believe I had needles done by you one year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember that. And this year I decided, oh, what the hell? I've been sick. Let's do something more energetic. So flogging it is. <laughs> and it was fabulous. And, it, you know, it's funny. The tasting is a really good way to approach explaining pickup play versus... Uh, long term. Uh, long term uh, recurring play. Because a tasting is pretty much just that. You're having a short, casual scene with somebody you may or may not know like today mm -hmm. uh, and every one of those people I hope walked away feeling like oh, this was a great experience and and there was some kind of connection it's a little bit harder to build that with a very short one-time scene right versus you know when you have a recurring play partner it becomes almost like a relationship well I was gonna say from a tasting some relationships can be formed at that point sure like, I'm pretty sure that somebody has been, you know, played with or shown a particular type of kink. And, like, that was amazing. You were amazing. I want more of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, that's probably more common than you think. Yeah, because especially if they're experiencing that for the first time. And, you know, what we do is amazing because... When you're new and you're trying something for the first time, it creates a very powerful emotional response inside your body, along with you know the body's chemistry. So it becomes very easy to feel attached to that feeling, and then you want more, and you pursue more. And a lot of relationships are born that way because they said, that was amazing, I wanna keep feeling that, you did that to me, Let's get together again. And sometimes it's just, you know, your chemistry is good. That's true. Or on some occasions, like, you can possibly have something try and you're like, you know what? That's really not for me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Definitely. It's kind of funny, you know, with, with the needle thing. That I used to do a lot of that. I mean, that was pretty much what everybody knew me for. I don't know how many people started out needles, not no, but hell no, not now, not ever. <laughs> and eventually, through seeing it over and over again with other people and seeing the reactions, they're like, well, can I just try one? Sure. <laughs> of course you can. And then, wow, that's all it was? Can we, can maybe one more? <laughs> you know, before you know it, they've got six, seven, ten. You're like, oh my god, I love needles. Or a hundred. <laughs> or a hundred, like 100. mermaids, they're greedy. Mermaid, have you had a hundred needles in you at once? Yeah, in my back a couple months ago. What's what? your personal record? A hundred. Oh, okay. But that was 125s. Um, I've had 40... 25? 49, 18 gauge needles, which is a lot more of an endorphin rush than the hundred... Um, 25 gauge needles. For uh, listener land that may not understand the gauge system, the higher the number, the thinner the needle. The lower the number, like 18 versus the uh, 25. 25s, you can difference. fit 25, 25 gauge needles in one inch. You can fit 18, 18 gauge needles in one inch. So there's a lot more size to those 18s than the 25s. People that get tattoos and uh, piercings will probably know that pretty well. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, those are going to be pretty small gauge needles, though, right? Tattoos? Yeah. Yeah, tattoos, well, tattoos are really yeah, small. But piercing needles are normally a 16 or 14 gauge needle. So the 18 <laughs> gauge is one step. Um, Did you say jazz toes? Yeah, yeah. Uh, last night there was some drunk. Uh, <laughs> Oh the God, that's, <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, wow. We're having a live studio audience. I know. I feel like we need to have like a YouTube one of this one, too. Yeah. Uh, Somebody a, should uh, be recording this. video would be pretty awesome. <laughs> right. But I think YouTube would kind of kick us off the air. Oh, I'm yeah. sure. Because we just awful. totally got a panty <laughs> shot from the one did the jazz toes. <laughs> also, not that I'm complaining. Also, mm -hmm. we can't really do that because... People's faces and jobs. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, so, Listenerland, I want to explain the sounds that you'll be hearing in the background. Right now, there is a scene going on in the next room. So, um, you're, you're going to hear some flogging, like that. And occasionally you'll hear some sort of uh, moaning or crying out in either pain or ecstasy. Both? <laughs> Probably both. So, I, I just want to give you a little bit of heads up. This is actually a live recording during a play party. <laughs> well, this is the first time they've had that. <laughs> right? We're so proud of you listeners for sticking with us so far. We decided to reward you this time. <laughs> so, Austin, how would you answer that? that as far as... approach. What's um, that? The difference between casual play and long-term. Building that connection. Building that connection. Honestly, for me, I've only had a long-term play partner maybe once or twice so far um, most of my play has been from pickup play and short term things so that's really what I'm used to is that quick hey you want to play I want to play um, go over is there anything wrong that I need to know about you know muscle pain any sort of medication that you're on stuff like that any injuries that I need to be aware of stuff like that just a quick rundown and then as far as making a connection there it's just, hey, if we've been friends for a while, I know you, you know me, and I try to fill out what's being, what they're enjoying from the play. Like, if I'm flogging somebody, all right, I see that I like this, they like when I flog this particular portion of them. Uh, if I hit somebody wrong, and I can kind of try to read their body language. Oh, shit, that was bad. I don't yell that out loud, but I see what I did. I see what they did. And it's like, oh, okay, we're not, we're going to avoid that issue. Well, as far as um, building the connection, did you find you, you're more effective using physical touch or verbal communication? I, a oh, bit as, of all of it? Oh, as far as that, I actually try to do both. Like, if I'm playing with somebody, if I'm using any toys, I'll put the toy to the side, you know, kind of touch them on the back or on their side or something. I'll get up close, hey, are you okay? You know, is everything still good with you? You know, just try to get a read of them, you know. See how they feel. See how they see how they answer. Like I've had people be like, "Hey, can you slow this down? Can you do this a little bit differently? Things like that." And I don't take any offense if they ask me to do it differently because they say I was bad. It's just not what they like. I think check-ins are really important yeah. during this scene, especially if it's somebody that's new to you. Oh yeah, new to new to me. If they're new to the scene, that's ex- especially important. Absolutely. I think communication is really important. Having that pre-negotiation that's like if I so I've done pickup play um, quite a few times with different people and I would say like the best outcomes I've had from a bottoms perspective is when you have the pre-negotiations that kind of go over what are your cues when you're in happy space and what are your cues when something's not quite going right because those can be so different from person to person um, like for me, if I just go into like my happy place, I'll just get really quiet and just kind of go into the cross and I'm not making any noise, even when I'm getting like hit really hard or it's lighter or whatever, I'm not giving a ton of feedback. And some people would see that as an opportunity to stop. And um, for me, that's when I want you to keep going. It's like I'm in my happy place. So knowing that kind of thing is um, important for that connection as well. Greedy, any thoughts from you on that? As far as, I don't know, um, making making that connection, it you, you really really just got to do whatever you got to do for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is there, there's no one answer. No no two people are going to be the same. So Absolutely. pay attention to their love languages. That's that's what it really boils down to. Uh, find out if they're all about the touch, all about that kind word, all about acts of service. As Miss Mer- Mrs. Mermaid smiles at Dez. <laughs> she likes it all. She's a total <laughs> I'm a love whore. She's a total play whore, too. Absolutely. She would have no flesh, but she would play. <laughs> I'd be happy. That's funny, you know, there's a term for that. It's called leather ass. And yeah. She has inherited that because when we first got together, she bruised like crazy. You would have thought she was in a train wreck. <laughs> now I can beat her for 12 hours and not a damn mark. But my skin will fall off a few days later. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's really weird. 
right, so let's go ahead and move on to our next one. Uh, all right, so how do you, Mermaid? Uh-huh. How do you and Dez get ready for play? Okay, so um, this is interesting because I feel like Dez, and I could be wrong here, but I feel like Dez can just like flip a switch. He's like a microwave. Like it's just ready to go. 30 seconds, your food's going to be hot. I'm like an <laughs> oven. I need um, 15 to 20 minutes to like preheat. preheat. And then <laughs> and then I'm good. But um, for me, actually, like mental mindset and headspace are really um, important things for me to get into before I'm able to actually get into a place where I can let go and play. Um, I'm a masochist and the for me, pain is this place where I can go and my mind just completely shuts off where it's never quiet other than that space. Um, so that's why I crave it and that's why I enjoy getting beat on a regular basis. It's my chance to let go and um, sometimes it's even my chance to release certain emotions that I don't always have the coping skills to do um like there's been multiple times where des and i have played um specifically with the intent of making me cry to be able to process something that's going on that i'm not able to do on my own um so creating that safe place in that environment for myself to let go in that it's a very vulnerable space um so i definitely um like to prepare myself before by um like I'll take like a really hot shower and kind of get everything just kind of moving that way and then um get ready and I, I spend my time listening to my music and stuff and then while we're playing I actually listen to headphones with certain music that allows me to kind of relax and not pay attention to anyone else around us it's my way of kind of being able to zone into what I'm feeling okay um so yeah, that's kind of how I do it. Um, and then there's different headspaces that don't play well together. Like, so I'm a baby roller a little, and I'm a masochist, but I can't always be those things at once. Um, so I need to like kind of take a break from the little space because I don't like to be beat in that space personally. Okay. Um, so I have to get myself into a space where I'm able to um, process. She's actually, she's right. For me, it is a switch. When she's, you know, when she says, I really want to play tonight, I'm like, game on, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it's like, funny, so long? <laughs> you know, I, I don't spend much time on the bottom anymore because I just don't. It just doesn't work out that way. Um, and as a top, I don't, I don't need a lot of prep mentally to get into it. I know what she enjoys. We've been playing together for almost four years. I know her triggers. I know how to get her where I want her. I know how to make her very happy. I know how to make her messy on the floor. I know all the <laughs> secrets. So I don't need prep. If she says, I want to play, okay. Well, while she's doing her mental getting the game on, I'm pulling the toys out and laying them out and getting ready. All right. Um, so, this the important question here is, you said you're going to make her messy on the floor. How, do you, how does one do that? <laughs> she is a... Uh, she is a high humidity woman. Oh my god! High humidity woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you do certain things to her during play, mm-hmm. <laughs> there are floodgates that open up. Oh my god! <laughs> we have we have made investments in puppy pads that would make most hospitals proud. <laughs> wow! Oh my god! Well done, Diz. Well done, and Diz. Just they don't call me mermaid for no reason. <laughs> That is true. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, let's so is see. this like a new form of aquatic play then? <laughs> Could be. Sure. Pressure washing. <laughs> Pressure washing. <laughs> I'll water your lawn. <laughs> I, I believe I've had my own little take on uh, pressure washing play. <laughs> No, 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 not like that. Not like uh-huh. that. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, oh. What did you do? <laughs> There's no secrets here. We're all friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm everybody's friend. I'm not sure about him. <laughs> I cannot tell lies. What, that you aren't anybody's friend? I'm really liking this right? a, a live scene going on while we're recording. Yeah, it makes. I just want to go in the other room and watch with my <laughs> kind Hitachi. Kind of motivational. Where is this woman's Hitachi? It's at home. Oh no. Do we have a loner? 
<laughs> Probably four I can or five. go make some waves for you guys. <laughs> ah, the joys of kink. <laughs> yeah, our life does not suck. Well. Well, someone sucks. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You married me for some reason, right? Yeah, it's the sex. It was the hair. Oh. Well, there's that too. And she will not let me cut it. Or pee in it. Yeah. In your hair? Yeah. There's we had some experience with that in the shower one time. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Tell us about it. She had wanted to try. Okay. Pee play. Uh-huh. For a while, and we talked about it. And we were taking a shower one morning, and I'm like, No, no, no. It was a good day. It was night, and night. I was drunk. Definitely it was after the couple. club. <laughs> after the club? Oh, that's yeah. right. Right. Yeah, we came home. I yeah. Said, and we're in the shower, and I said, Okay. So I started peeing on her back, and I had this inspiration. I wonder how far I can go with pressure. <laughs> so I held it, and when I let it fly, all the way up over her head, on the wall, in the shower. <laughs> and all I hear is, you fucking peed in my hair. <laughs> oh, I was livid. And the funny thing is, is I hadn't... It's a big deal. It's a huge deal because I hadn't taken a shower where I washed my hair at Dez's house yet. And for anyone who knows me, I have bright, bright red hair. And red hair, you can't wash it all the time because it like all the red just washes out. And so... Um, I had to wash my hair, and it was a big mess. It looked like a massacre and does a shower. But then I started being able to shower at your house, so it was all good. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. We had bleach. So there was some <laughs> benefit to this. Oh, absolutely. Awesome. awesome. So that makes me think of a question. Des, what are some of your personal kinks that you have? <laughs> um, everything that will not send me to jail. <laughs> Some of it might, It's a though. very long list. You I know, mean, it could. It is a very long list. My, uh, I enjoy impact play a lot mm-hmm. because I like the response that I get from the person. Right. I like seeing them change and move into those different stages of emotion and watch them drift away. But, I mean, I really enjoyed peeing in her hair. I know it pissed her off, but I didn't care. It was fun. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I like. I think the live the audience like that you peed in her hair too. Oh my god! <laughs> it was hot, literally. <laughs> wow, wow. I like uh, the mind fuck. You know, almost everything I do, no matter who it's with, involves some degree of mind play. Okay. Because one of the things that I have learned over the time that I've been in this is, if you can get inside someone's head and get them to thinking about what's coming and what you're doing. You can manipulate those emotions to push them where they want to go and where you want to help them get to. And you can play with that brain chemistry. Um, We did a a mindfuck class here not long ago. And using the stun gun and the cell phone was just hilarious. Oh, I remember that class. (laughs) Fire it off and let her hear it while she's blindfolded and touch her with the cell phone. That's not funny. It was awesome. I laughed. Did you laugh? I laughed. I laughed too. That poor girl was petrified. (laughs) That's a mean thing to do. You know, as somebody that's been hit by a stun gun before, that shit is no joke. (laughs) The sound of it is so much worse than it is. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, you can hit me with it, but don't let me hear it. Like, I can get hit with it like 20 times, but I don't want to fucking hear it go off, like, ever. Wait, have you been hit with a stun gun? Yeah. Yeah. What, What was the voltage on that one? Uh, six million. Six, m- and six you million. think the sound of it is worse? Oh hell yeah! But really, I mean, you have to keep in mind, six million volts sounds like a lot. Yeah, but it's at such a low it's, amperage. It's yeah, fractions of milliamps. It's tiny. Yeah, but what it's it feels tiny. like is like somebody grabs you really hard, really fast, mm-hmm. and let go. Because yeah. it makes your muscles clench up really quick and let go. Yeah, mm-hmm. I kind of enjoy it. <laughs> it's like a hand reaching through your ass and grabbing the muscle and being like ha ah, and then letting go reaching but through I your don't ass? that's what it feels like it feels like they're just like someone's putting their fisting hand you? through their fisting your ass kind of wow. in a way like in the muscle of your ass not your ass 
exactly. You have to be specific on these things. Yeah, yeah. My, my mean... mind went straight into reaching your hand right up your asshole. <laughs> 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 no, no, no. no. <laughs> the muscle. Oh, Jesus. The muscle. Like, where did you learn this new trick? <laughs> <laughs> I was not there. <laughs> no, I don't no, know any new tricks. Once you get married, just do all the things. Um, not that. Supposedly. Not supposedly. that. You can't pee in my hair. You can't piss my ass. Sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> wow, that sound out there is. Right? I know. It's a good one. Somebody's really enjoying that. I film. just wish there were two of me. Like, I could be in that room and this room at the same time. That is the sound of happiness. So, what we need to do is we need to install cameras so that <laughs> yeah. there's a video right there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. So we got your kings. Mermaid, what are some of yours? <laughs> um, I like whips and I like stingy things. Um, stingy things? We uh-huh. rarely get that. Most people like the thuddy. Oh, I like both, but I like stingy a lot more than thuddy. Um, my favorite things are the dragon's tails and the single tails for sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've used dragon's tails. Uh, at tastings, I've used uh, single tail before. Uh huh. Um, single tails, those those take work. <laughs> yeah. The dragon tail, I picked up fairly fairly easily. Um, I actually got it from my former baby girl. She gifted it to me, and I would use it on her. It's like, oh, I like this. This is <laughs> really nice. <laughs> and then yeah. it's always fun to use it in different ways. Like you will show them the dragon tail, but then you kind of fold it over and just you can still use it as a thuddy toy. Mm-hmm. And when they're expecting that big you know sting and it doesn't come it's like what's going on what's going on <laughs> and then suddenly you just sting it on them and okay <laughs> and we have a scene starting out in the recording studio this is awesome oh, oh wait let me try no, awesome. that's great <laughs> oh sweet beautiful ass <laughs> can, can we get another come on give it give us give us a little more we need color. <laughs> That's a good one. Wow, listener land. I feel like we I should wish have the mic right by this. her, right by her for the screen for the uh, sounds of her. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. She does make cute sounds. Mm-hmm. Mermaid, do you want to take your microphone over there? Yeah. Yeah, it, it's is long it, enough. I'm going it's on enough. a field trip. All right. All right. <laughs> Mermaid is going on a field trip. Mermaid is going on a field trip. Sorry. It's A-OK. <laughs> All right. Put the microphone closer to her. <laughs> yes! We got the alley, alley, alley. Yes. We have touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, thank you, volunteer, for getting that spanking that gave us the owie, owie, owie. That was perfect. Volunteer, can you tell us where did you get your spanking? At the Gotham Press, right? <laughs> Gotham Press tasting play party after party. Yeah, we will go with that. We'll go with that, yeah. The party in the bedroom. You know what that reminds me of? Party in the bedroom. Yeah. Live from Bakersfield. It's Saturday night. <laughs> Actually, it is Saturday yeah, night, it is. isn't it? Yeah. Oh, this is great. This is, much this is a than good bar. Saturday night. Much better than a bar. <laughs> you have a lot more fun, I'm sure. And the drunk is cheaper and you don't get a hangover. Oh, yes. This is true. This is true. I don't know about you, but I personally can't stand going to bars. You know, I I never really got into the bar scene. I would go on occasion, but nah. Just wasn't my thing. I like to go to bars every once in a while and drink my blue juice. Yeah. Your blue juice? Des calls it my slut juice. Yeah. Des what is it, like a, a hurricane? When she Adios. Drunk. Adios. Ah. Very friendly, Des? Yeah. She's a very social, friendly, well, butterfly. you later kind of mermaid. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Captain's like, where's the alcohol? <laughs> no, no, no. I would not want to take advantage of you like that. <laughs> yes, you would. Des, where's the alcohol? <laughs> I'm sure we can find some. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. I'm asking. More. Greedy, where's the alcohol? Uh, I see it. It's it's right in front of you. Literally, is it in arm's reach? No, no. Is it in front of her? Is the question? With the bottle that doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listener land. So, 
tonight, tonight, uh, Greedy is consuming Buchanan's Master Cut. It is a rather fine blended scotch. I'm, I'm impressed with it. Thank you very much, uh, Lil Acacia, for the the recommendation there. It's it's a good good drinking whiskey and forty bucks ish per bottle. Not a bad price either. Nope. No. Oh. So what else do we have on the agenda? Actually, I think our other two questions we kind of answered at ahead of time. Like it seems like car racing events important to communities. We answered that, and how to start a play session. Well, no, we, we, we really explained what the tasting is, but how is it important to the community? Well, I'm going to have you answer that one. You dick. <laughs> yes, I do have one of those. Oh, education. <gasps> Come here. Come, Come here. on. Come on. Right down here. Very close to it. <laughs> A little closer. This, this is... It's very educational. Yeah. Well, Can you educate me, please? Please educate you us. You just want to look at my cleavage as I bend over to talk into the mic. I want yes. to do a lot more than Whoa. look at your cleavage. Okay. I just feel like it's really important to the community because everyone gets a good education on all the different vendors that are there. All the different types of play. Right. So a lot of things I walk by because I have phobias of electricity, of needles, of knife cutting, of whips. But I get Not to wash if I can. <laughs> And and I get an education to see how other people, how it affects them, how the dominant is affected by it. Um, yeah, it's just... T- this time we had a safe sex, a safe sex vendor, which was a, <laughs> which was a first, because we hadn't really done that, and that was that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah that was definitely. actually hosted by one of our former co-hosts. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Fiend, huh? Yeah, Fiend. Yeah, she did a great job of that. Yeah, Fiend came out to host and say, hey... All you fuckers are fucking and being happy, but be safe with it. Put a condom on it. Put a condom on it. Dental dams. Holy hell! Greedy, what did you do? Well, um, Greedy got the button. The guest that just stepped in front of the mic to uh, share about uh, about her phobias got a a little little uh, far away, so I directed her head toward the microphone, and yeah, she she fought a little about that, so. When, uh, when I came back and started talking into it, she pressed my my face right into it, kind of like I did with her. And, <laughs> oh, yeah, really? I, I really didn't like that, so I just kind of gave her a pinch. A little pinch. Where did you pinch her? Um, on the boob. I'm, I'm pretty sure that was the boob. Yeah, it was the boob. <laughs> the right nipple. Right? Did the I right get the nipple? nipple? Right on the nipple. Oh, my God. <laughs> Way to go. Gre- that will be Greedy's nipple-seeking hands. <laughs> I'm sorry, nipple-seeking fingers. (laughs) Good job. I don't know that I had permission to do that. So the right nipple, that means the correct nipple. (laughs) The right one, yes. The correct nipple. The good nipple? Pretty sure my mistress just said I do not. I think all the nipples are good nipples. You always have my permission. (laughs) permission is one thing, but but hers is the one that matters to me most. Oh, no. Bum, bum, bum. You're so good at that. Do you want more? No. You know, I think the, the other good thing about the tasting is it's a great networking opportunity. This is true. A great mm, yeah. to see people that you don't see a lot or see new people. Absolutely. When you're coming out. I got to meet I got to meet seven or eight people today that uh, a couple of them I had seen on FET, a couple of them I had never really heard of, but I got I got vouching from from people in the community that I trust, people that I know are solid and know what they're talking about. So when they say, hey, this person, they know what they're doing when it comes to uh, flogging, when it comes to, what was what was the uh, spanking? The, what savage. was Savage spanking. We had a savage spanking booth. That was, that was a new one to me. Uh, yeah, you, that was interesting. If you want to see what awesome. savage spanking is, come to the Bakersfield Tasting. Just come to this Bakersfield tasting. What was that? Your son enjoyed it a lot. Oh, apparently my son enjoyed it quite a bit. This place is like Disneyland for (laughs) kinksters. The kinky Disneyland. Yeah, it's the happiest place on earth. You know, what's funny is, I know somewhere, I want to say it was in Europe, they were talking about trying to make, no, no, I'm sorry, it wasn't Europe, it was uh, South America. They were looking into making a adult theme uh th- an adult theme park basically i feel sex, like all the paint, seats all would be sticky yeah. <laughs> it's like the uh the local yeah. strip club i don't it, feel it like that smells, would 
It always smells of stale semen, and the floor is sticky. Ugh. It's not fun. Ugh. That just sounds all just bad. Just Crisco buckets hanging. Crisco. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. Alright, I think we are on a tangent there. Probably. Well, do you think we do you think we amply answered why it's important for communities like ours to have tasting events? Honestly, I think every community should have a tasting event of some sort. Why is that? Even small communities. They need to have something. Like not everybody can get to the larger communities. Uh we we have we have uh, little Acacia here that would like to contribute to this one. Little Acacia? So, also, what's important is because we're a bigger community and we're well-known, it draws people in from other communities. Visalia, Fresno, Valencia, the coast. I don't know which coast, but someone... <laughs> the we west coast? Uh, it, right? it, it, the, the north coast. It probably so. wasn't Maine. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, those communities don't have a big following and so being able to come two hours to Absolutely. our tasting and experience things that they wouldn't in their own community right is amazing so little acacia while we've got you here why is it important to have tasting events anyway i mean regardless of where the location is why is it important to have one i've been in this lifestyle for over 20 years and there are still things that i have seen that i've never seen before so mm-hmm. it's always a a journey and a constant learning situation. Someone might say, oh, do you like figging? And you mm. never even know what figging is unless you come to one of these things to be educated. Did they have a figging booth? They did not have a figging <laughs> booth. <laughs> That's next year. I'm just booth. sharing that. As like, so can I fig you? Is that consent? <laughs> no. Oh, I don't know how that I works. Think, My I think bad. we just found our presenter for figging next year. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying there's always something to learn. Like Des was saying earlier, he he is a master at vlogging, but he still yeah. goes to classes to learn more because he learns from other presenters, he learns yep. from other people that are being vlogged. I think it's important in that aspect. Absolutely. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you very much, Lilacasia. You know, that, that does also give new meaning to bring me my figgy pudding. <laughs> oh. Yeah. No. Have you ever had. been figged? No, I have not. Have you? I will not be figged. Have you? Uh, nope. I'm a giver. How about you? I'm not a receiver. No. Have you ever I have been figging? Uh, no. I've been offered to be figged multiple times. Should we explain to people what figging is? We, really we probably should, actually. Des, would you take the lead on that, please? Sure. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, figging is a fun little, <laughs> fun little evil activity mm-hmm. um, where you take um, a natural herb and you carve it up in the shape of a butt plug, if you want. It's ginger, Slide. right? It is ginger. You ruined my surprise. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought okay, you so what it was. <laughs> you, take, you take ginger and sorry. you shave it into the shape that you want. You insert it in the orifice of your choice. Mm-mm. Typically the anal cavity, Mm-mm. which I happen to enjoy. Because, you know, I mean, if you're going to... If you're gonna lick a butt, make it spicy. Oh Come my on. god. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing, the thing that's entertaining about it is, you know, it, it burns. It's kinda like sticking a hot pepper in somebody's butt. So if you're the if you're the giver, the caring, loving, kind, considerate top, it's pleasurable to see them suffer. I mean, enjoy it so much. <laughs> oh my god. You're teaching them how to dance, right? Uh-huh. I like. Dancing. I will watch you teach other people how to dance all day long. Jeez. Yes, Greedy. I'm. I'm just suddenly picturing all the people that I know that would happily fig somebody else, <laughs> but at the same time would be absolutely repulsed by the idea of it happening to them. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. I'm sure we've had plenty of guests like that. Isn't that an interesting concept? Well, yeah, yeah. It just highlights the fact that no two people are the same. Well, you know, there's an old saying, it's better to give than receive. (laughs) (laughs) That would definitely be that one. Much like toothpaste in the same place. Oh, geez. Or masturbating with toothpaste. 
What? No. Yes. No. Uh, yeah. It is a thing. Or putting Listerine strips on it. Do you mash it with toothpaste? Yeah, how do you do that? You put a little bit on your happy button and go to town. No. Yeah. No. You don't want me to try it on you? No. Are you sure? You'll be minty fresh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Wait, hot sauce. Wait, who was that that suggested hot sauce? Not me. I, I believe that was uh, Sugar's Girl that said that. Sugar's Girl? She's here? Mm. Hi, Hi, Sugar's Girl. Hi, guys. Hi. <laughs> this is freaking awesome. We have we have a lot of people here tonight. Yeah, we it's do. a good group. It's great. This is my family. Do we have any hot sauce? That's the question. Nope, we sure don't. <laughs> fresh out. Nope, fresh I've out. I've got some. It's called El Yucateco Habanero Sauce. No, thank you. <laughs> you are not my brother. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. That is okay, mean. Okay, so, so, hang on. Awesome, awesome. I'd like you to know that we established that Mermaid is like my sister in, in our kink family. Like okay. the little sister. Like, uh, you know how uh, Jack is <laughs> is my son and... My son. Your son. And my uh, nephew. Jack calls me daddy and calls awesome mommy. Like Which mommy and daddy. <laughs> we love you too, child. Oh, sweet, sweet child of ours. <laughs> um, so, Mermaid, Mrs. Mermaid said that uh, she sees me as a brother in our kink family. So, as of tonight, I have a sister in my kink family. Hello, Auntie Mermaid. <laughs> I love you too. So, so, so uh, that makes Mrs. Mermaid. Oh, my. Because incestuous. she is incestual. I'm okay with that, Auntie. <laughs> I like daddy play. <laughs> okay. Um, fortunately, I'm oh a big my. brother. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, daddy. that that would officially make uh, Captain Awesome your um, sister-in-law. <laughs> I didn't think this day could get any better. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you, Greedy. Thank you, Captain. <laughs> You're welcome for lunch that day, Daddy. <laughs> that was perfect. All this came from a lunch. Family's complete. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's never complete. Because don't you have, child, don't you have another uncle? Who's your other uncle? Who's my other uncle? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I have Uncle Radar. He's, he's my pup oh, uncle. Oh, I like Radar. Radar's this is a kind sweetheart. Of a family. Welcome to Kink. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good times. Oh yes. This family is ha, ha, ha. Oh. Don't laugh at God. G-A-W-D. <laughs> no, See, that's, 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 me. That's, that's me. That's me. That's me. <laughs> awesome thinks he's really God. What do you mean, Thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, funny thing is, in this uh, this audience right now, we have three people from our D and D circle that are uh, listening in and contributing to the to the uh, podcast tonight. So, thank you very much, D and D circle, for being part of this uh, this wonderful moment for us. Yes, this recording. <laughs> what are we playing next? <laughs> well, you guys are playing Monday. <laughs> I, I won't be playing until the week after. <laughs> so, let's see. What's this last question? Uh, how to start a play session. Oh, yeah. You want to play? Get naked. All right. That was easy. There it is. That play session is quick. starting. Mermaid is now stripping her clothes off. Oh, wow. More importantly, <laughs> Mermaid, strip your clothes off. Oh, my. Oh. <laughs> uh, that was that was actually being held in her prison wallet. <laughs> it's my little pink wallet. <laughs> it's pretty and pink. Yeah, be careful what you put in there. It's high humidity. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't know what it was. <laughs> Wait, who didn't know what it was? Little Acacia, we are educating you tonight. This is Education. <laughs> Can I show you my pink wallet if you show me yours? That's a little private. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you say pink wallet? Because it's totally different than prison wallet, right? That is different, yes, than, prison different prison wallet. than prison wallet. Prison wallet's the Wait. back, pink wallet's the front. Oh, okay. I've never heard that. Definitely. You ever heard pink wallet? No. I didn't know prison wallet was in the back. 
Yeah. I thought it was. Uh, okay, so let's. How let's... did they smuggle all that shit into jail? All <laughs> <laughs> oh, that shit, huh? <laughs> Real quick, I would like to throw a challenge out here to my that. fellow podcasters tonight. How many names can you come up with for the female genitalia? Uh. <laughs> Come container. Come container. The JJ pink taco. Come Wait, what? <laughs> Who said that? What did you say? Uh, did did you, did you say the say? happy dugout? Nappy dugout. Nappy happy dugout. Happy dugout. Hmm. Wait, okay. wait. Who was that? Was that? Uh, that that was sugar nuts. Sugar nuts. Sugar. You can take an excerpt from the My Puss song, My Peach, My Clam, My Cookie. <laughs> 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 if we're going to songs, say Little what? Man in a Boat. Little Man in a Boat. <laughs> oh, I haven't heard that one yet. The Happy Button. <laughs> Squishmitten. Squishmitten? Squishmitten. I've okay, never heard my that. Mom used Ham to wallet. Tell me, my mom used to tell me, make sure you watch, wash your squeegee. Squeegee. So when I went to summer camp, we sang, going on a squeegee hunt. <laughs> In my poor little mind, I envisioned this giant vagina. <laughs> and I didn't know it was called a vagina because it was a squeegee. <laughs> One time at band camp. That was... <laughs> Oh my god, little teacher, the things I learned about you. You're the most what interesting. Huh? Strawberry. Strawberry. That's a good name for it, too. <laughs> wow. Venus flytrap. I mean, wait. <laughs> Did you say penis flytrap? I believe she did. <laughs> it caught something. <laughs> yeah. Stay yeah. sexy, guys. Put it on. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like face rest. Face rest. Oh. Oh, yeah. That'll work too. Mm hmm. I like that one too. Munch muffin. Munch muffin. So many names. Yeah, one of my exes used to call hers Tinkerbell. Oh. Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell. Yeah, one of my exes used to call it Tinkerbell. Why? Mine's the Mermaid Cove. Mermaid yeah. Cove. That's, the Mermaid that's Cove. That's nice because mm-hmm. it was magical. And the whole fleet has been there. Did not spit out glitter. Oh wow. Okay, this small fleet. Coochie Lala. Coochie Lala. I like that one. My family always called it the Yoni. What's your Yoni? The Yoni? Wow. Yoni, I don't know. Yoni, okay. It's just my special place. The what? I think that's a Greek sandwich. That's that's a Greek. Greek. I think that's Star Trek. <laughs> Is it Star Trek? I've, I've actually heard it called the Yoni before. Uh, Yoni or Lotus. Uh, but yeah. I've heard Lotus before. A lot of a lot of yours tonight were, were new to me. My surfer cousin called it her cooter. Cooter, I've Wait, heard cooter. That was a surf. In my cooter. Wait, <laughs> that's not like a down south sort of thing. I really. I think Mermaid Cove is the best. I, I, I would agree. Mermaid Cove has my vote for the best. And then we named our dungeon that, so it gets a little confusing. The Mermaid Cove. <laughs> All right. So Mermaid Cove for the win. Mm-hmm. Everybody, into the mermaid cove! <laughs> it, no. 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 Wait a second, wait a second, no. wait a second. Since, it's Des's mermaid cove. Since we've gone to mermaid cove, I think we need to dub a new one. Just for the podcast. To the bat cave! <laughs> I like that. Thank you. Well, Captain Awesome, do you have any final thoughts tonight? Final thoughts? Tastings are amazing. You learn so much. Go out to one if there's one nearby and try everything you can. And when you get there, if you're a dominant, talk to other presenters. Learn. Mm-hmm. If you're a bottom or a sub or a slave, go and try. See what you like. Tell your dominant, hey, I like this thing. Also, dominants, as always, don't break your toys. They won't come back. Uh, <laughs> greedy, anything from you? Last thoughts? I think this has been a fucking phenomenal podcast tonight. 
Thank you very much, guests, for coming on. Des, do you have any final thoughts? Yeah, I'm ready to go be the bitch. (laughs) Mermaid, are you going to be that bitch? No, 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 I'm done. Oh, Oh, damn. But I will watch the other bitches now. (laughs) (laughs) It's my turn. (laughs) All right. Lots of your audience. Any final thoughts from you? <laughs> Thank you so much for having us. <laughs> the last year audience has gotten tired, and I think we're almost done. So Marie Des, thank you very much for being had. I, I really <laughs> appreciate it. Love you guys. Yeah, Live studio so. audience, thank you for attending. <laughs> Hopefully, this will not be the last time we have a live studio audience for the podcast. We will see what happens. Listener land, keep it hot. And they're sticky. Hey kids, it's your old buddy Shock Doc with Shock Doc's Tip of the Day. Don't miss the next exciting episode of the Gotham Press Podcast coming soon. You can find us on all your social media outlets.